Man. Sounded like you were getting ready to do some beatboxing there. There we go. So just, oh yeah, just before coming on, I was sitting here looking down at my phone. I had this microphone in my face, and I'm like, smelling my microphone. I'm like, golly, I got, I must be eating this mic every time I talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hmm, time to time to wash the dust cover. That's fine. I wanted to get on here before we start the actual show and welcome everybody to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Glad to have you guys here. Glad to Go have ahead you and say back. hi, Marshall. Marshall's here. <laughs> he, 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 he finally made it this week. I finally he, made it. He, finally he got missed last week. Yeah, two authors and musicians. And, well, we'll get into that later. But um, we, we're going to have a special guest. He's coming. And um, so, anyway, yeah. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited about all these guests we've had on here lately. They're really cool and marshall i'll give you a chance to listen to this uh the podcast we did last week with strawn um it was it, it was actually really cool um that book is amazing so you need to get on there and, and read it so it was called it is called beholding and for those of you that didn't didn't get a chance to listen to that episode um go back and listen to it but yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and uh, when we get back from this break, hopefully, uh, our guest Michael will be here, and we'll introduce him, and then we'll go from there. So, we'll see you guys on the other side of this when we get back. Fearless, chase, bold, following, courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. Hey. Hey, it looks like I'm looking at you from underneath a door like you're in the bathroom or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to take <laughs> care of something real quick. Uh, I've not used Zencaster before. Actually, it's a separate camera, so it's like I'm trying to get oh, the other camera up. Wow, look at all this call settings. Maybe it's in that. No, I can hear you fine. Yeah, it's the video. I wanted a a little better quality video here. Yeah, leave it to him. He's the, the tech guru. <laughs> we're we're far from that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, while I'm working on that, we just say hey. So, what is up, guys? <laughs> What's up? Long time. Oh, oh my! He 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 disappeared. Yeah, he just got raptured. <laughs> the rapture. Oh my goodness! I'm not. Hey, I shouldn't be. Oh, okay. There I'm you not go. likely to. You're going for the. <laughs> I'm not likely to go first. Yeah. <laughs> He's going for the Pharrell Williams look hey, here. I gotta have a. I don't know if you guys have been with any of this hair loss yet. But it's no. I, I was just. I was just. I was just about to say you're looking you're looking awfully old since the last time I saw you in high school. Well, you know you never catch up. <laughs> and you'll die trying. Right. You guys both got a lot older. You're supposed to be young oh, and fresh faced. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to have a beard nowadays. If you can, do it, you know? That's right. Yeah, I see this little gear that says call setting, but I can't click on anything. It's not letting me open it. It's all good. Oh, I got a, a little, it's like a, oh, that's video on and off. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little, it's a little late. Is it, uh, Marshall, are you in Texas? I am. And what, what part, what, what area? We're, I'm up in Wichita Falls, so kind of northwest. Uh, okay. So, does that mean you're in, are you in central time zone or the next one over? Central. So it's, it's, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. it's 8.14 here. Yeah. Now, Aaron, yeah. he's a couple hours behind us. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Where are you at, Aaron? I didn't know. I'm in, yeah, I'm in Idaho. Oh, nice. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm up here in the mountains. Mountain time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, 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 no. Pacific time, but in the mountains. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I write with somebody who's in uh, mountain time. We do some co-writing with. Oh, uh, for songs. Well, cool. Hey, let's let's introduce you first. Now that we're back from our break, and hey, Michael, you're you're never going to uh, know what I'm going to use before uh, what we just talked about there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hopefully you don't mind that. But uh, we're back, and our guest has joined us, Michael Lacey. He's a six-time best-selling author, musician, singer-songwriter. What else here? Uh, right, he's coming out with a new book. Yeah, yeah, got a new book coming out. Awesome, awesome. Well, Michael, welcome, and uh, good friend of ours. We went to high school together, and I've been waiting to ask you this, and I've wanted to ask you this on the air. <laughs> if you remember, some would argue, or I would argue, that you invented the Can-Am Spider first. Oh yeah, you remember that. Yeah. In this guy, uh, let me tell you this, Marshall. Listen here, this guy in physics class in high school, seen invented the spider before it was even before it even ever came out. I always wondered if you came up with it. Man, I did. Yeah, I wish I wish I could take credit for it. Um, but yeah, it's basically a, <laughs> a backwards trike. So instead of two wheels on the back and one on the front, it's reversed. One wheel on the back, two on the front. But the difference is See? mine was going to have the front wheels. I designed it where they would lean as you turned. Oh, yeah. You get better, oh, wow. uh, you know, handling instead of like a trike just flips over most of the time if you push it too hard. Um, so, yeah, it was that <laughs> concept. And uh, we never got around to building anything. But I called it the Eckert, which is trike spelled backwards, E-K-I-R-T. Uh, but I could do yeah. one. I just literally just talked to my youngest brother, Alex about this the other day because mm-hmm. we could call it the e-kurt and make it an electric vehicle now so that that's possible oh yeah. shoot yeah so that'd be awesome um yeah, yeah I, that's Creative. awesome that you remember that that's that was a I, I have i i've wanted to see and we haven't seen each other since i don't know high school yeah. so yeah my goodness long time marshall we used to hang out and like his dad was building their log cabin mm-hmm. mansion, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> all all by himself. Really, he really was. Yeah. I mean, he used my brother and I for grunt work, and uh, Aaron might have even helped one time, you know, carry a couple beams around. Uh, but yeah, my dad basically built that himself, and he's built two other houses since then. Uh, you know, oh, wow. it's, it's oh awesome. my, mostly by himself. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Good. It is. Well, tell us, we've got a lot to catch up on yeah. and that we don't have enough time tonight to talk about all that, but tell us what you've been up to lately, especially we're here to talk about your new book. Yeah. I am. Man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you mentioned the six time best-selling author and that's based on Amazon, you know, Kindle sales and, uh, writing and producing books that a lot of people are involved in. Uh, but I do all of the grunt work on that. I'm, and I design the covers and everything. So our latest book is called Christian marriage. And two of the three people on this podcast are authors on that book. And that's, uh, myself and Marshall. So I, Heck the way yeah. Marshall got involved was um, the beauty of Facebook, right? And and staying connected. But I had asked some advice, like, what's your greatest marriage advice? And he shared this really cool piece. And I thought, you know, hey, Marshall, would you like to turn that into a devotional, you know, expand on it? And he went to the most famous, you know, passage on love in 1 Corinthians 13 and, and uh, expanded on it. And it was great. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely going to be in the book. And uh, and now he's one of the, the people who contributed to it. So that's really awesome. And that's Devo Writers Collaborations. That's what that's kind of branded as. So I, I've done six of those so far, and this is the seventh. Wow. I like it. I, I got a chance to read through just a little bit of yeah. it. I mean, I, I have plans on reading more of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to say myself. How was it, Marshall? Go ahead, Aaron. No, it's it's different. We don't normally, Michael. We don't normally have three people on yeah. very often, so we're gonna walk over each other a little bit. All good. Um, no, go ahead, Marshall. I wanted you to uh, talk about what it was, what you covered, and what it was like to to be asked to be featured in a book. Well, you know, I I, I never thought that that would ever happen for one um, that I would be featured in a book, or that anybody ever asked me to be featured in a book. Um, so I was, I was taken back. I was shocked. I was stunned. Uh, and the fact that it was somebody I know, uh, went to school with and stuff meant even more. And I was like, well, this is, this is pretty cool that, uh, that, that Michael liked what I wrote or, you know, and, and was even willing to ask me to be a part of it. Uh, so it was an honor and it was a blessing to be a part of something like that. Um, but like Michael was saying, I really just kind of touched on first Corinthians, uh, 13, four through seven, uh, and just kind of dove into that and just gave my really, I guess what I think about that and how I feel about that and how that affects marriages. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just, uh, just overall a really cool experience. I just really enjoyed being a part of it. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing what happens with that book and where God takes that and continues to take Michael and what he's doing with it. Yeah, that's awesome. How long have you guys each been married? Go ahead, Marshall. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Marshall. I told you. Uh, my wife and I've been married for my wife and I've been married for five years. Uh, been been together for eight years. We've been married for five, and this March um, it'll be six years. So awesome. And we're we're going on thirteen. Or we're at thirteen years. Yeah. That's 12 for me. Uh, it'll be 13 in December. So we, we just crossed over 12 years. So pretty similar. And uh, we have three kids. They're awesome. Uh, six-year-old Nathan, three-year-old Mac, 
two boys there and then a, a little girl named Ellie. She just turned one. Uh, so that's, that's awesome. It's really hard. That's awesome. Yep. I'm getting some Marshall. You're feeding back. That's you. Yeah. I see the it's spiking on Marshall's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, it must've been your microphone or something. He's lost a, you might've lost signal. Can you say something? Yeah. Check your cables. He did. I think your cables are, uh, fighting. And we're back. Today has just been a day of uh, technology mishaps. <laughs> it happens. And so, all right. So, yeah, we've been married. I, I've got five kids, Michael. Five kids. Wow. Why, <laughs> why did you stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it was, we... We could keep going, but I don't make enough money to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah, three has kicked our butts, man. I mean, one was hard, two was impossible, and three was like that Jim Gaffigan joke where it's like, uh, what's it like having another kid? It's, well, imagine you're drowning, and then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine five. <laughs> yeah no and everybody on here has heard us talk it's i've got four boys one girl and the girl's the youngest nice. yeah that's the same with us but i mean with only three yeah uh, girls are different man she's only one and so i don't know a whole lot but it's already mm. very different ours has mm. hurt herself more than the boys ever did mm. yeah, <laughs> I can see that. so get ready She's a yeah. firecrackers. Yeah, she's she's a little she seems a little extra dramatic. So I don't know if that's just a maybe it's just being the youngest and she gets all this extra attention. So if something goes wrong, it, it's the end of the world. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> all right. So now that we're we took a little break because of technology, Michael. Let's let's get back onto this book thing. What prompted you to do this? I mean, there's, uh, you know, I I like that you did it because there can't be too many in in today's society, uh, where you see marriages failing or marriages struggling, at uh, everywhere you turn. You, so I, I commend you for even doing it, regardless of what you may think that that it may not be important. It may not. Maybe you're just. Yeah just another person beating that drum, but I think mm. it is needed. So yeah. what inspired this devotional? For sure. So we've done several. This is our, our sixth book together, but the seventh in the series. So what I did was I just found, came up with some topics or asked our writers to come up with some or our followers. And we, then we kind of voted on them. But then I uh -huh. also made kind of executive decisions on which ones. And I really avoided the marriage one for a little while. So it wasn't right away. I jumped on it because I've, I've had, we've had a tough marriage. We, oh, yeah. we're, you know, I don't know if that's just true for everybody. It feels like mm -hmm. it's not, but I want people to know it, it's true for more people than you think. It's, uh, yep. I even wrote in there in the introduction, if you read that, it's like, I don't mm -hmm. feel qualified to talk about this, but what does qualify me is that we're both 
uh, Christ focused and we're, mm-hmm. we're centered on him. So our marriage is focused on him and we're still married after 12 years and three kids. And we're, uh, we've never been, uh, unfaithful. We've, it's ne- we've never had any like huge thing that a lot of people have dealt with. And even if that's happened, you, God can restore and redeem through those things anyways. But I, none of that, you know, we're not qualified by uh, a lot of that stuff, but we are, we're qualified by being real and honest and, uh, and called by God to share our story. And then whatever happens with that, that's in God's mm-hmm. hands to, to do whatever he wants with it. So that's one of the, you know, we did kind of a, I avoided the marriage one for a while. Um, and even in the, the, I wrote a few more devotionals last second because the book is releasing uh, any day now. And one thing I wrote was that we're in counseling. We're going, to, we've gone to professional counseling. We're counseling with um, leaders in our church. Uh, we're learning more about ourselves, about each other, about communication and relationship and and this is 12 years in. It's not like mm-hmm. we figured it out somewhere along the way. We, we, we're still working hard. And, uh, and I think that's part of what allows us to, to share these stories. Uh, yeah, so you'll, you'll read that in the introduction that sometimes it seems like people have it together. Uh, that's not always the case, you know, hardly ever the case. Yeah. But yeah, that, so we all voted on that marriage topic, ran, ran with it. And I, I sought out a few people who are more specialized in that. And that's the beauty of a collaboration is that I can bring in people who have a lot more experience than me. And I'm really just producing these and I'll share some of my wisdom that God's given me. Uh, but I'll even, there's even disclaimers that say, always take anything you read and hold it up against the word of God. And if you, if you, are convicted that that is not something that is true, then don't follow it. You know, that that's yeah. between you and God and the Holy Spirit to work out and, you know, work out your faith that way. So yeah, that's, that's part of where it came from. I like it. I love it. Um, I love. You said that. Go ahead. I love I your. Give me a chance, Marshall. Your, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it's just this, this lag and you know, that Texas and Idaho's lag. Uh, no, Michael, I, I love your honesty and I, 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 I love how open you are, um, about your, your personal life and your marriage. Um, I can relate on in a lot of different ways. Um, I've, I've been through some stuff and going through stuff. So I completely understand uh, that, but I, I respect it and I commend it. Um, so seeing what you've been through going through and how you're still pursuing i guess what it is god wants you to do with writing this book i think is amazing because like you said i think a lot of people would shy away from doing it because they don't feel qualified man if that was the case who would do anything you know uh exactly (laughs) i've learned and i've learned that the most important thing is uh to seek out people who are a few steps ahead of you in one way or another you don't have to go to the the biggest guru of whatever you're searching because mm-hmm. at that point at that level when they're that high up their advice is not necessarily going to apply to to a lot of people who are a lot you know further behind so just find somebody a few steps ahead of you and learn as they learn but you know follow with what they are what the, what you know is working for them um 
because they're a lot closer to the trenches than, you know, the generals who are at the top who haven't seen a trench in years. So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's a, it's a valuable thing. Now the people at the top have a lot of wisdom to offer, but a lot of times it's, um, they're serving a different audience, which is fine. That's just kind of how it all works. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I like what you said, Michael, about not feeling qualified because we, we are not, you know, even just doing this podcast or doing any ministry for that matter, the disciples didn't feel qualified to yeah. um, spread the gospel message, but they did. If none of us yeah. ever took that that opportunity to uh, what to do what God has called us to do, then it, it would never get done. And the same yeah. holds true for marriage. We are none of us are perfect. None of us will. Um, ever have all of the answers. So oh, we are, uh, we're qualified in our own right. But I think mm -hmm. what you're saying is, is that Christ centered relationship, um, mm -hmm. and a mutual Christ centered relationship. Both of you have to be, uh, Christ centered and, and recognize yeah. the fact that your, your love for God needs to come even before your love for each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And there's, there are some great devotionals in there from people who are married to non-believers as well. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's a really cool perspective because a lot of people will read the title of this book is Christian Marriage uh, and in perspectives or uh, devotionals from both perspectives. Uh, and that means just from the men and the women, uh, each spouse. But there are people who are in what you might call unequally yoked marriages and they, they talk about that. Some regret that, but some are already in that covenant uh, relationship. So they're they're choosing to honor God in, a, in something that he ordained. And it's really inspiring to see that. I think at times uh, God uses those situations as well to to bless both of them. I, he can he can use any situation. We, we all know that. Yeah, but. Um, we've seen it. We've seen it work time and time again. Even you know, like what you were saying, unequally yoked marriages. Um, God uses that too. He uses yeah. our flaws. Yeah, for sure. It, you're what you write nonfiction too, don't you? Well, this is nonfiction. I write fiction I mean, as well. Yeah. No, that's it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, hold on. Let me. I got to think of this. <laughs> yeah. Nonfiction Not means real. real. There you Fiction, go. Uh, <laughs> However, you you write on both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> hey, it took it took me a while to lock that in too. Uh, so you're not alone in that. Um, I do. Uh, so you may not have video for everybody who's listening, but I've got. I just brought some books because it's always fun to see. But these oh, are yeah. all of the devotionals. I've got five, well, six books here because one's a, a journal. So it's great to hold books in your hands. Like I, I produced these. I made these. I did the covers, the formatting, and everything. I uh, like that first one. one my, yeah, the worship in the wilderness. Yeah, that's, very cool. uh, <laughs> that's my favorite one. Those. But then I have a book here called Perpetual, and it's not very thick. But uh, I've written a few other fiction books that are a lot thicker. Um, but I don't have print copies. I've only done digital on those. But this one is a really cool book. Uh, it's a hard sci-fi future tech novelette, which just is a Ooh. lot of words, but it's just novelette means short, 
hard sci-fi means it is realistic or it's mm-hmm. possible. It may not be happening, but it's something that, that seems feasible. Um, but it's a really cool book about uh, energy collection in the sense of, you know, it's kind of dystopian in the future. We've used up all our power sources. So what we ha- have done is put these like uh, collectors on our arms and legs that kind of look like uh, elbow braces and knee braces. Yeah. And th- as you move, it creates uh, electricity that stores in a more or less a battery, um, but it's a cap or capacitor um, that you wear as like a backpack. So you're all day, you're moving and you're creating power that you then sell to the energy banks. And then uh, you, you use, you know, you survive that way. So it's a really cool uh, concept and the book came together really nicely. And I'm trying to, I'm working on a, a sequel to it because people just really like it. Hmm. And it's called perpetual and like perpetual motion. Huh? I like that. Did you, did you go end up going to college, uh, for engineering? I did. Yeah. I went to, that's what I thought. (laughs) I went to college for engineering and I, I changed my major multiple times. I was there for a little while and, um, man, I, I wish I could go back and talk to, you know, the guy you guys knew <laughs> and be like, Hey, the internet's not really a big thing right now. So don't trust what you find, you know, like, so, and it's mm-hmm. nothing bad, but I was, I, I took a, an assessment and I was so shy. If you guys remember, I was so shy then I was so quiet unless you got me outside of school at home. I was goofy and fun, but, um, yeah. I was really shy and, and I took these tests and they're like, Oh, you need to like, you're good at math. You need to be an engineer. Um, and I, I was like, that sounds good. And I loved designing things like that, mm-hmm. you know, back with the trike, I designed like a, I, I drew a Camaro that, uh, you know how they redesigned the Mustang to look older back in the early two thousands. Well, I, yeah. I was like, Camaro's going to do it. They're going to do it too. So I'm going to get ahead of it. So I designed one and then I, the beauty is I got to see it about 10 years later. And I was like, man, mine was pretty close, but that's it. I kind of thought that was engineering, mechanical engineering. And it's not mm-hmm. at all. It's, it's completely different. It's design. It's called industrial design. So yeah, I, I didn't, you know, chase a calling there. Cause I didn't know the, I didn't have the right information. So I just went into engineering, but I learned, I didn't want to, you know, be so antisocial and I started coming out of my shell and I got, and I just, grew deeper with God in my college years, which is the opposite mm-hmm. of a lot of people, you know? I, I, uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It was the opposite for me and God protected me. Um, and I mean, if I was in different rooms at different times, I would have probably done some really stupid stuff, but he protected me and he kept me out of those places and out of things. Uh, and then he gave me a passion for playing guitar, for music and singing and writing songs and when I was about 20 and I was like, God, if you gave me this passion, then it's meant to be given back to you. You know, it's meant to be used for you. And since then I've been, you know, pursuing leading people in worship. And that's now my full-time job at, at a church is uh, nice. being a worship leader and helping develop other people as worship leaders. And I write songs with people all over the country like this. We get on zoom or something like that. 
and we write songs and I'm going to be releasing a few this year that I'm really Good. excited about. So that's, I write all kinds of stuff. I write nonfiction books. I write fiction books. I write songs. Uh, I just, you know, God's given me the passion and the ability to create and I don't want to waste it. So that's, that's, you know, a little bit of what I do. That's a lot of bit of what I do. <laughs> I like it. Do you have anything? Man, Michael, I'm so, yeah, <laughs> I'm so intrigued just sitting here listening to your, your story, like, like a little snippet of your, of your life story. Uh, it, you've got my full attention, you know, I mean, just listening to you, if you, if you started to write a book about your, just your, your, your life and where you've, where you were, where you've been and where you are currently, I think you got something yeah. there. I mean, what, I mean, it's just, to me, it's intriguing it's awesome. And then just seeing what God's done through your life just by what you've told us so far. I don't know, man. I love it. I want to write a book. You guys helped me come up with a title, uh, an autobiography, because you guys know something that the listeners don't know yet. Uh, I have one eye. Uh, I mean, we all have one eye. Some of us have two. I only have right. one. Uh, this left eye is a prosthetic eye. They call it a glass eye. Um, so if you're watching the video, I'm sorry. I just touched my eye and it's, it grosses people out. <laughs> That's my favorite trick whenever I tell people about it. Um, and when I was 11, do you guys want, mind me sharing the story? Go, Go for, for it. it. Okay. Because uh, I think, you know, singular focus maybe as a, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a funny title for a book or something, but I'd love to write something. But I, I do say that, you know, God allowed my eye to be taken so that I would have a singular focus from, mm -hmm. from then on. And he really used that at age 11 to change my, the trajectory of my life. Uh, so when I was 11, it happened at a church of all places, but we went outside to play. Some older kids had left lawn darts. There's the, the punchline for you guys. Lawn darts in the yard. <laughs> Us younger kids saw these things and we we're like, this is cool. And if you don't know what a lawn dart is, it's, probably eight inches long solid metal rod with big fins. It looks like a mm -hmm. javelin, but it's like a mini javelin. And we just started throwing them around and chasing them. And I wanted to throw one. So I kept running towards it. I couldn't get there fast enough. So I was like, all right, I won't, I can't catch one. I'll, or I can't get to one. So I'll go back over to the church and people were yelling and it's coming down behind my, behind me. I turned around and it got me in the eye before I could blink. And, uh, it was crazy. I being 11, I didn't know anything about it. So I grabbed it and I yanked it out, covered my face, fell to my knees. It was a whole thing. But the, the wild thing is like in the ambulance, I remember this piece that like I learned later surpasses understanding. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. they were saying, breathe in your mouth and out your nose or something like that. And I realized, Oh, they just, they're trying to keep me awake. I don't know how I knew that. Or maybe I knew it later. I was like, they're worried about me. They're worried something bad's going to happen. And so mm -hmm. I, what I had was a piece that, and it, it was that, that everything would be okay. Now listen to me when I say everything would be okay. It didn't, I didn't feel the peace that I'm going to live. I had the peace that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Like no matter what, 
beyond, and it wasn't even in my head, but beyond life or death, everything would be okay. Mm-hmm. So I, that piece has, that was a life changing moment to know that, that, you know, God has me in his hands. And then, you know, in the hospital, mom told me about a nurse that said, God has great plans for this young man. And I, I believe that's true for everyone, but being told that your whole life, it, it makes a difference. And so, you know, oh, yeah. tell your kids that, tell them all the time. Uh, but it changes, it changes things when, when you know, God is working in your life. And so from then on, I, you know, I've, I've made my life as much as I can to be uh, about him and, and pursuing him. And I've, I fall and stumble all the time. Um, but I, I always have that peace that surpasses under understanding. That is a heck of a story. (laughs) Hey, I got, I got a title. I got a title for you, Michael. What you got? It's a little long, but maybe you can work with it. Um, I had to type it in on my phone real quick. So I didn't forget it. Um, It wasn't the speck in my brother's eye, but the plank in my own eye. Huh? What about that? And I, I joke about all, all kinds of stuff. You know, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. So I, I only got one chance left, you know. So uh, <laughs> I had, uh, I, had um, I tell my kids, I think every one of my kids growing up has heard your story. It's like, hey, I got uh, a buddy who lost an eye to a lawn dart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a statistic. Uh, I didn't realize that till later, but I'm a statistic. Yeah. I mean, we all are in some ways, but like, you know, I'm one of the, one of the kids that got injured by long darts. Now mine happened in like 96, 97, 1997, mm-hmm. obviously, but, uh, that, you know, <laughs> it was a bigger deal in the seventies, but it got, oh, yeah. uh, outlawed. So they had to dig hard to find these things, but I have a, a set of lawn darts, not the same ones. I, people are like, oh, the same ones? It's like, no, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a little stain right there. Actually, I could take a little red marker and color it in and mess with people, but, uh, it, I have a set that I'm, that I keep hidden, of course, cause I don't want to repeat. I mean, how right. ironic would that be? Uh, oh man. No pun hey i'm a dad now i can make the dad jokes i've always made them but now i'm qualified right right okay Mm, so what came first michael what came first music or writing yeah exactly what came first chicken or the egg writing (laughs) or music uh writing came first because just of school simply because i was a student and I didn't know that I had a, a, a talent for it or a gift for it. I was just a good student. Uh, I, I wanted to do well. I wanted to make teachers happy and my parents happy. And, and uh, God gifted me with enough intellect to, to, to do well in school. Um, but I was actually good at math, which is odd, but I was good at English as well. You don't get, usually don't get both of those. So it's been a blessing to, to have that, that width of uh, experience. But yeah, I, I just didn't think there was anything in writing. I didn't know that there was uh, a future for it for me. I didn't feel called to it, but I did get into music um, for a lot of other reasons, but I was about 20 when I did that. And then I, I started looking at the ages of people I see doing music and there's kind of a shelf life. Uh, 
you don't see a lot of 50 and 60 year old guys right leading worship or on the stage doing stuff unless they had a big career in the past you know mm-hmm. um so i thought what's something that i will be able to keep doing later in life uh and i th- i thought man i do i did like writing i felt like i was good at it i was told i was good at it maybe if i spent 20 or 30 years doing that i could get really good at it and so that's i poured myself into it uh, when i was about 30 and now I'm 37, so uh, good ways into it. But that's yeah. part of the the reason I I push towards it. So it's it's funny because last week um, we had a, a another author on here. His name is Strawn Coleman, and yeah. he he was kind of reversed. And we 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 talked about this a little bit, but of course it always intrigues me um, that he got into, he lost his voice and uh, went from a musician to a writer where now you're going Mm. from a writer to a musician. How is that transition as a songwriter? um, Probably a little easier because you're already used to writing novels and uh, Mm -hmm. you know, does that make writing music easier? Well, mine's all mixed up. So it's not like I've, transitioned out of one or another I, I continue to do both but obviously there's a time constraint and there's you know I, I can't do both well in a in a consistent manner because I have a limited amount of time to put it towards it but I, I I've read, written songs since I learned to play the three chords you know the main three chords that a guitarist the church like, chords yeah G, D, and C you know and, minor. Yeah. and like as soon as I got those down, I wrote a song and it was bad. You know, it was, it was so bad. It was called shift and it was something like God shift me into gear. And you know me, I, I have the car thing. So I love, I love cars and vehicles. So motorcycles. Oh, yeah. especially. So I, I tried to overlap them and it was just, it was bad, but I, <laughs> I've gotten better. So at age 20, 17 years of, of songwriting and then, but at age 30, I started writing books after looking at having written great stories in high school and and middle school so it was Mm -hmm. kind of just a a combination of things but now i'm really focused on the music while i while i'm i'm not young but i'm not uh you know not bedridden or anything i yeah uh, yeah lead worship consistently and uh and god has blessed me with just keeping a healthy voice and those things so yeah i really think about it all as just story um, it's just all story. And I have a, a company where I help people produce books, uh, called story builds. And I also do woodworking, which I call story builds woodwork. And the oh, idea nice. is that we're, we're all building these stories. Uh, and I'm just want to help. I want to help you build your story or I want to help build the thing you build your story around, whether it's a book, whether it's a table, things like that. Uh, and songs are stories. And if, mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel like a story, it connects to a person who has a story. Um, so it, it's, it's all about story. That's how it all ties together. And then, of course, the English language is so wild and amazing. The vocabulary yeah. that you can have, the words we can use, um, so fun. So I, and I love words. So I'm just a wordsmith. Do you have anybody producing your music right now? I do. I have, um, I'm working with two different producers. 
that are working on a couple songs and I'm planning to release maybe six songs this year. Uh, mm-hmm. and then hopefully every month or two, I can continue releasing. Of course, I've written probably over 500 songs. So I have a lot. I mean, I would never yeah. release that many, but, um, uh, there's a, there's a cost involved in, you know, producing songs and, and getting good quality out of them. Uh, but I'm excited about these, these next few. Uh, so and actually it may not be the right time, but I have my guitar. If you ever, if you want to hear one or two things, but uh, let's do it. Yeah. Go I want to hear it. I'll get it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it'll pick up on the, the mic, but, uh, I can tell you about them as I get the guitar ready. Uh, one song is called Witness, and the concept there is that that I'm a witness of, of God's goodness, and I've, I've experienced His goodness, and I've seen it. So that one's a little more upbeat, a little more kind of uh, in this rootsy kind of worship feel that's been happening with, uh, I would say, We the Kingdom, Zach Williams, stuff like that. Uh, and then there's a song called, uh, when you're in the room, um, let me grab, I'm going to grab something real quick, but I'll tell you about that one in just a second, but I'll, I'll probably run through a little bit of witness first. All right. Sounds good. Okay, we're back. Let's do it. Cool. All right, this is a. Uh, I'll do part of a song called "Witness." Hope you guys enjoy it. I'm counting joy now. Every trial, every struggle, testifying. Every moment, every season. God is working, can't deny it. In the middle of the battle, He's the God of miracles. In the light or the shadow, one thing I know is sure, I am a witness of God's goodness. I've seen His wonder-working power, felt His grace through every hour, I am a witness. Of his promise, he will always see me through. He's the hope I hold on to. I am a witness. Woo! Oh, oh man, I love it. That was good. Love it. That's a our verse and a chorus of that that one. I want that. So I got to co-write that with a couple of strings. <laughs> And it's a it's a fun song, so I'm really excited about that one. Uh, I co-wrote it with a couple different people. One's in maybe in the Nashville area, I don't remember, and another in Texas. It's just how it works, you know. You need to at least get your stuff on Spotify, so that of course I can yeah. listen to it as I drive around all day, sure. and uh, I could listen I to that all a, day long. I do have an EP up there that released the same day that my first son released oh, that's a weird way to say it but I've got it my phone, so. um, his birthday <laughs> uh, J- uh july 20th uh of uh, 2016 uh 
So that is a little bit older, but you can find that. It's Michael Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y. Um, that one, that EP is called The Diver in the Deep. So it, mm-hmm. it's got really cool artwork. It's just a collection of songs that when I was playing out live a little more, those are the ones people liked. So that's a really cool one. But I'm leaning into writing more worship songs that would serve the church. So that's why like that song, Witness, I think it would really serve the church. I think uh, it would. Then, <clears throat> yeah, I think it Absolutely. fits the vibe of what is happening to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think I think this there is like worship songs do not have to be, and this is where we kind of get fed up from time to time in uh, different churches where they always just want to sing slow and mm-hmm. you know no 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 we're we're not there to sing slow and mournfully we're there to <laughs> celebrate Jesus. We're there Amen. to, I want yeah. upbeat songs. I want happy songs, happy worship yeah. songs. Yeah. So I love it's it. Hard to, it's hard to find a good upbeat worship song that's not kind of cheesy, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to when do I is used, write more of those. When I used to sing on the on, on our worship team, uh, I've always enjoyed the slow songs that really catch in your feels. But those upbeat songs, there's just something oh, yeah. about them that really just really connects you. Yeah, I'm I'm the hype guy. I'm I'm the guy that mm-hmm. jumps around. I'm like, you know, always moving, uh, getting everybody engaged, and like, and it. I haven't always been. I mean, you guys, like I said before, I grew up. I was so shy, like ridiculously shy. And losing my eye at eleven did not help. You know, it added the, another layer of insecurities. Uh, but. As, as I grew closer to God and, and started leading worship, I mean, I was standing still, barely moving. And yeah. I kept my eyes closed the whole time, you know, and I realized that was an escape. You're escaping when you close your eyes in that sense. And I was like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to close my eyes, it needs to be in a moment that I'm reflecting or worshiping. I don't want to do it to escape. And a lot of people were just like, hey, I wish you kind of moved around a little more. And then they never told me to stop. So I just kept, kept doing it. And <laughs> I, I don't, and then I realized later, I was like, I'm not moving because people told me to. Now I'm starting to m- move around and be expressive because I know what God has done in my life. Like that song mm-hmm. just said, I'm a witness of God's goodness and his promise. And, I, and I've lived it. Why would I not celebrate when you're watching yeah. your favorite sport and your team scores, you go wild you jump up, you scream, you yell, you're into it. Why are we reserving ourselves for something that is infinitely better than, mm-hmm. you know, a touchdown? And mm-hmm. we, we do, we reserve ourselves for that. Uh, but we show off on other ways. Uh, and I just know that, and then the other side is that God has taught us, uh, he says so much in his word about how he desires to be worshiped. Uh, and, you guys have probably heard this. You might have said this. I've said it. Oh, that's just not how I feel comfortable worshiping. Have you ever heard that? I don't oh, feel yeah. comfortable yeah. doing yeah. that in worship. Well, welcome to the club. You're not supposed to feel comfortable serving God and moving in obedience. You're supposed to honor God the way that he desires to be honored. And you find out by reading the word. And there are words for praise. There are seven, seven Hebrew words for praise. And each one means something different raising hands, bowing down, playing with strings, uh, shouting, uh, all these different things. You're like, that's what he desires. That's what I'm going to bring. I want to worship the way he wants to be worshiped, not the way I feel comfortable. 
because that's so right. limited. That's so small. So yeah, I'm very expressive, and I I'm, I agree with you guys. The upbeat songs are uh, they're fun because it gives you a chance to just lay it all out there. I Absolutely. think it would behoove us as a, <clears throat> as adults to remember what it was like to be a teenager at say a youth rally. You remember mm-hmm. that when you, you get up those upbeat oh, yeah. songs and everybody's just jumping up and down and yeah. you know, some, some are standing there with <laughs> raising their hands. And if, if you remember what a, a Christian youth rally was like, I think that um, it would be good for us to kind of remember that is, that is praising God. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. With, with no strings attached. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I have one more song I'll, sh- I'll share a part of with you guys. And this one, the story, uh, this is called When You're in the Room. And it ties to the story of Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. And um, the concept of like, well, Mary's in there just uh, just sitting at the feet of Jesus. And I'm in here doing all this work. Why? why are you not helping? Why are you just sitting there? And so many times we're like, yeah, I agree. Why is he, why are you not helping clean the house and prepare food? Like we identify with Martha a lot of time. And I was like, man, that's so flipped. I want to identify with Mary. I want to be so enamored with Jesus and so aware of him that when he's in the room, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. When he yeah, no. is teaching and talking I want to be at his feet, soaking up every precious word. Uh, so that, so I wrote a song out of that concept of just, you know, I've, I've, I've listened to the wrong things. I've chased other things. I've done so much while Jesus is speaking. I don't want to miss that again. Uh, so I'll share a little bit of that cool. for you guys. It is a little sl- a lot slower, so. I know we just kind of (laughs) flip gears there. (laughs) I spend my life looking at the wrong things. I gave my time thinking I had it right. But how many moments have I missed when you were speaking? Now I turn my eyes to the Son of God. Now I tune my ears to hear the hope of heaven. How my heart burns with every word that you're speaking. Cause I don't want to miss you when you're in the room And I don't want to see anyone, anything but you I want to sit at your feet, soak up your word And be in your presence when you're in the room You're in the room. 
man. Oh, man, that was awesome. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Dude, your, your man, tone. What a treat. I've been. Your, 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 your tone and your voice is so spot on. I mean, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people use computers to make their voices sound good. And, you know, it's, it's out there, but your voice yeah. is just naturally good and you don't see a whole lot of that. So man, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. I love it. Oh man. I appreciate it. God is, God has given me that voice and, and, and he's made me, uh, he's helped me love it. You know, I mean, how many times do we have, want to, a different voice than one we have. And <laughs> I tried so hard to be like, I want to sound like Shane and Shane or, or I want to sound like, uh, like Vince Gill or some like right. pure, perfect voice. And I don't have that. I, mm -hmm. I have a naturally, I sound more like Mac Powell, which is awesome. But I, you know, but that's, or, uh, Pearl Jam, some people have said, but that mm -hmm. was a different time. And so i morphed i guess but i really spent time learning how to control my voice lean into it alter it and you know this is where it is right now and i i'm happy with with it like you said it's i just want it to feel natural i want it to be mm -hmm. who i am uh, and stop trying to be someone else i mean that's mm -hmm. a that's a lesson for life but it works for your voice but that means oh, yeah. a lot coming from another singer i mean that that's cool yeah i appreciate that yeah definitely. yeah it's uh I, and I, i'm a sucker for i'm a sucker for studio version acoustic mm. i love it yeah well i'll i'll have to do an acoustic version of each song too just so that I, that's out there yeah uh, but yeah it's i i love writing and uh I've, God's given me the the passion for it, and He's given me tools and ability, and I just want to honor Him the best I can with it. Uh, and I want to see I want to see people's lives changed because mm -hmm. of God. And it, whether I'm part of that or not doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, I just mm -hmm. I just want to see that happen. Hmm. Definitely, God bless you. God bless you with amazing talents, and. You know, we are truly uh, thankful for having you on our podcast yeah. and for being able yeah. to organize this with you uh, and do this. We got to do this more often, for sure. Hey, I'm down. I, I know it's hard yeah. to get a time set, you know, uh, <laughs> and that's just how it is, you know. But it was uh, it was just great to catch up and, and you know, get a little blast from the past. And, and you yeah. guys are so you, – you show so much honor. Uh, so I appreciate that a lot. And, you know, that's, you have a great humility uh, and just lightheartedness. So it's, it's great to experience that. Man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So before we go, Michael, um, I, I want, I want to expose you with, with what maybe some would argue little following we have, but we need to expose everything you're doing to the yeah. world because we are surprisingly worldwide on this uh, podcast. And uh, so we need to expose you. Where can people follow, find you, find your new book, find your music? Yeah. Let's let, tell us where it's simple. It's simple. Uh, it's Michael Lacey dot me. Uh, and that's Michael L A C E Y dot M E. 
Uh, and you can go there and it's got little blocks that show all the things that I do. So you can just scroll through and pick out something you want. You're like, oh, I liked his music. I'll check out the music. Or I'm curious about the Devo writers thing. Maybe you're a writer and you want to grow in that. Uh, you can check that out. I can help people produce their books. Um, I can do all kinds of things that, that will serve uh, the creative pursuits. And if you're a woodworker, I, I love connecting with other woodworkers. It's a great community. So yeah, all kinds of things. And, you know, number one, I, I love, I love Jesus and I know he's done so much for me. I want to honor him. Uh, and then second to that is my relationship with my wife, which is so tough to keep a priority when you've got kids and jobs and all this stuff. And then of course my kids, I love them to death. I, if I talk about them too much, I'll just cry. (laughs) It's, it's great. But yeah, (laughs) those are the main things in my life. And, um, just a little side note, if you, uh, one thing I've seen a few, few times with guys, we get so driven that we want to be successful. We want to provide for our families, but sometimes you keep your nose to the grindstone so long that when you look up, your family's already grown and you've missed some of the greatest times in their life. And you may have provided for them financially, but you've missed a lot of time with them. And I just want to encourage anybody who's listening that money will come and go, but these years don't come back. And Mm -hmm. if it costs you something to spend more time with them, it's always going to be worth it. And I don't, I don't have a lavish lifestyle. I don't make a lot of money. I do a lot of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but I get I get a lot of time with my family, and I would never trade that for anything. Um, so I just want to encourage any any of you guys out there, just dads, and you're chasing after it, but put God first. Make your decisions based on what He leads you to do, and let the let Him work out the financial side. And I know that's a huge step of faith trust me mm-hmm. i've been taking those in in little steps i haven't taken a lot of big steps but uh, yeah i just felt like sharing that for a second but but yeah michaellacy.me and uh you can find me there and just i'd love to connect I'd love to collaborate I, I co-write books i co-write songs i do all this stuff so thank you guys for having Heck me yeah absolutely thank love you. it thank you it's my pleasure and we will We'll have to we'll have to stay in touch, Michael. I'm a fellow woodworker and a blacksmith. So, hey, actually, the yeah. my forge name is actually Sh- SMA Forge, and it's a uh, it's kind of a coin to uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego, and the fiery furnace. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll definitely have to keep in touch. Yes, definitely. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's at Michael Lacey Music on Instagram. So I've got a bunch of woodworking stuff on there too. Cool. All right. It's awesome. All right. Well, shoot, boys. I think we gotta. I think we better get going. It's getting late for you yeah. guys. And <laughs> so oh, it's been great. Thanks, guys. It has been. It's been awesome. We'll do this again sometime soon. Uh, thank you again. Thanks, Michael. All right. Yeah. Just hang. Hang tight, Michael. Guys, thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. And uh, again, go check them out. 
And uh, of course, if you need to get a hold of us or want us to um, put you in touch with him, you can always email us at mail at undauntedpursuit.com. <clears throat> and I think that's uh, Oh, sorry. I'm right in the middle of the close. <laughs> I just messed it all up. <laughs> oh, what a joker. I waited till you messed up before I did. <laughs> yeah. All I right. I turned and did this big cough. All right, I'll be quiet. I know. Oh, you're good. You're good. That's about it, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you later. Hey, guys, and thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Give us a good rating on iTunes, good review, leave us five stars, and follow us on YouTube. Click that subscription bell. Keep up to date with the newest episodes. And don't forget to follow us on other social media outlets such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to email us at undauntedpursuit at gmail.com and go to our website at undauntedpursuit.podbean.com. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, go to Patreon, follow us on Patreon, subscribe to our channel there there's a small tier for donations any help any support this podcast is made possible by you the patron we thanks for listening we'll see you guys next time see ya come out of the darkness So come out of the darkness